Inspire. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that this episode has a POAP. A POAP is a free NFT. It was illustrated by my guest, Bellu, and all the details can be found at rips.co slash POAP if you don't know what it is, but that is that link is in the description. Just stay tuned later where I will reveal a secret word that you're able to use to claim the POAP. This is extremely limited, only available for the first 24 hours of this episode being live, but yeah, just stay tuned and I will jump in and let you know what that code is later on. So let's get started. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs and creatives of all types to reveal the unexpected paths to where they are today. Today is a very special episode where I got to speak to Bellu. Um, Bellu is a 15-year-old NFT artist, and she is absolutely amazing. We dive into everything and learn about how, uh, how she found her way into crypto and how at just 11 years old, she was already sharing her art online and building a community that ended up setting the stage for, for where she is now. This is a great conversation. Bellu is so inspiring, and I really think you're going to love this one. So without further ado, my conversation with Bellu. But yeah, so that's good. So you have a nice break. Have you been doing anything fun while you're away? Well, obviously, I've been doing all my art. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been working on my NFT projects and everything. And just overall, just enjoying my break out of school, out of the, all the responsibilities that I've got through that. So um, I, I'm just, I can finally draw freely and not have to worry about schoolwork or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. How are you sort of um, mixing it in before, like balancing it with schoolwork? It was complicated at first because, I mean, I had to at least draw like one drawing each day, like so I can keep up with everything. But I also had a, a ton of schoolwork. So I so I basically like I used to do schoolwork first, mostly. And then later I would work in art and just try to draw as much as possible. But some days I just couldn't draw anything because of how tired I was by the end of the day. So it really depends on like what I had that day, mainly that that's how it was basically yeah absolutely it's so much to juggle because i mean when you're a full-time student i mean that alone takes your whole day so exactly. it's so much um so what grade then are you going into i'm going into 10th grade now okay. but uh during this year i was in ninth grade basically uh-huh. yeah for sure um yeah it's just it's wild like how much you have created and and the community you've built and everything you've done at such a young age like it's just it's so it's it's so awesome. Like I just, I don't know. I'm I'm just in awe of everything that you've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It took a lot of work to build that community, but over the years, even like not even in the NFT community, but before that, I used Instagram a lot and I shared my art there. And I was I was managed like I managed to build a community there. I I managed to make friends. It was it it's wild. It's wild how the internet can really connect so many people and you can share your art and people all over the world can truly see it. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. So with Instagram then, so you started, you were doing sharing over there. How, um, how engaged was everything and how did everything go as you were starting there? Uh, well, I started pretty young. I mean, I guess it was like 2018. I oh, was wow. like 11. <laughs> and I kind of just started sharing all my furry art there. I tried building a small community. I also followed a lot of artists through like my personal account. So I'd usually share my art through there as well. So 
lots of followers from that account came to my art account and I just started slowly but surely building a community and I started meeting lots of artists there and I became friends with so many of them and it's it's wild honestly and I still maintain all these connections and I still post there very often and I I still share my art there it's it's crazy honestly <laughs> yeah yeah it's amazing is to build the community and have that established like you you had a little uh maybe a leg up when you started nfts because you did have the stuff in place exactly it helped me a lot honestly to have that community beforehand because it gave me an idea on how to manage the nft community and kind of start sharing my art and showing it and promoting it so people could start seeing it all over like just promoting it so other people could see it so i i guess that really helped a lot honestly yeah for sure i mean you have a lot of experience i mean because that's already almost four years, I guess. Uh, and yeah, which is wild. Um, so when you jumped in over to NFTs, what was that, uh, maybe the catalyst? Like, how did you first hear about it? And what made you uh, take the leap? Well, at first, I actually heard from it, like from my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad got a lot into like crypto and all of that. So he started like investigating on lots, in, on lots of new projects. And he saw the NFTs. And he thought I had really good potential there through my art. And he told me, like, you should join this. You should see how it's like. And I investigated a bit. I did my I did my work. I investigated on the community and how it was like. And I decided, well, why not give it a shot? There's not much to lose, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and look at me now. I'm out here being an NFT artist and with so many advantages, honestly, I think. Yeah. And when you were uh, promoting everything on Instagram and building that community, had you made any sales? Were you doing it purely uh, as a sh- like to share, <clears throat> excuse me, to share what you've been doing? Or were you trying to uh, make any sales at that point? I usually shared my art. I tried selling commissions there, but honestly, it was so hard to get it out there, um, especially since I had like I have less following over there and over in Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit hard and especially like on prices i used to price my like my art super low when i was younger because that's what most artists usually did so i kind of followed that and now i'm out here in the nft community and i'm selling my art instantly basically and like i was able to manage to get my art out there and to sell and that's at least but mainly what i cared about most is building a community of people who like my art so I think that's like what most impacted me personally. Yeah, I mean, that's the most important part because you were doing it because you love the art and you wanted to connect with as many people as possible. Like that's completely the right way to do it. Exactly. I, I like I don't even mind much about the money. I mainly care about the, the, the community I build and my future, the future it can bring me, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's, there's so much potential with this, honestly. Yeah. So what was the first sale that you made, whether it was a commission or anything NFT related, like um, on either side, like as an artist, what was the first time you made a sale? I remember I made a sale during like early 2019. I did like a commission and I remember it was, it was a bit sloppy, the art, honestly. It, <laughs> it was as I was beginning with digital art and everything. So uh, it's not my best work, but I still remember how happy I was when I got that first sale because I was just like, people want my art, people want to buy my art at least. And yeah. that made me just over the moon, basically. 
<laughs> yeah. And had you done anything? Um, do, would you consider yourself an entrepreneur? I guess is what I should ask. Like someone who would like start a business innately. Uh, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I mainly like to share my art out of enjoyment. I like people like people to see my work and just enjoy it mainly. But a little bit, I also like doing the entrepreneur side of things and kind of like show my art and try and convince at least to like maybe I get to do a sale or something or just in general like so people can enjoy my art and and some people can manage to get some of my art it's what's most worth it honestly uh-huh yeah because you've you've been able to create an experience for people through Twitter because you don't have a discord currently I know maybe maybe in the future but you've created the uh, the excitement and the engagement through the different things you do like spinning the wheel and doing the the different events like just I really like that. Do you, um, explain a little bit about how you do that uh, that part with the uh, the wheel spin. Well, usually that's how I mostly did raffles all ever since like I started doing raffles even before NFTs. Basically, I just usually did the spin the wheel since it's what most furry artists I've seen do, honestly. <laughs> and it's it, it adds a little excitement, like a little bit of like surprise like suspense um it, it really does add like a little bit of fun to see the wheel spin and seeing who might get to win the artwork or so but uh and discord wise i honestly i'm not really that good with discord i tried mm. it and i i I'm, i cannot really manage to you know manage it uh, <laughs> with the amount of servers and people talking at the same time it can be a bit complicated but I know that it will help my community grow, so I'm planning on creating a Discord server soon. So yeah, I, I'm working exciting. on that. Hopefully, <laughs> for the next, for hopefully for the next couple of months, I'll be able to work on that and just get started on the Discord, where I think will community my community will grow much more. Honestly, yeah, for sure. Yeah, once people can connect with one another, I think there's a, another layer to the community that really gets. Uh, um, accentuated it becomes uh, valuable but yeah it is so much to juggle because there are so many different communities and so many things happening there all the time that I don't know how some people have dozens or hundreds of servers there and it's just it's wild to me yeah exactly I, I think the same honestly I've seen other discord servers that have over like 20 of like separate servers and it's wild how people can manage that honestly I, I i don't know how you can talk to like hundreds of people at the same time basically it's it's crazy on like i i think it's crazy at least but, <laughs> yeah. i mean it grows the community so it's worth it uh-huh for sure so what month did you uh start in nfts i believe i started around march but i started getting a bit more serious during may mm -hmm. because i've started like sharing my work a bit through Twitter and everything. And people started really liking it and saying that I should sell it. So I thought, why not try it seriously this time? And I got into it during May and did my Bella's Personas collection with the basically the montage of artworks I've done over the years. There's so much in there for, for the amount of years I've been doing digital art and all. So I decided to start with that at least. Yeah. Did you start then? You started with pieces you already had or ha were those characters that then you redrew or how did you approach that? I started with a couple of artworks that I had already drawn over the couple of years. I also had a couple of artworks in there that were pretty recent that I've done, I don't know, like a month before or so. And the characters are all the characters I've created over the past couple of years. It all depends like what year I drew it and all, but 
all those characters, I still have them to this day and I'm still developing them. So I guess it's kind of like, um, oh, like a little nostalgia for me, but also it's recent because it has all the characters I still develop to this day. Mm-hmm. And speaking of nostalgia, you, you build in the nostalgia for your collectors too, which I really love because you, you're using sort of pop culture references and um, pulling different people in and creating them in, in your style, which is really smart. Yeah, I, I love pop culture. I love the the nostalgia factor of things. I I love certain time periods that I like to insert into my art style, like the '80s. I usually use a lot of neon colors with my art, mm-hmm. and the, like in the '60s, there's seriously so much to history that I love. But mainly, I, I just like pop culture because it connects so many people somehow. <laughs> and I thought, well, maybe making a collection where all these famous characters from all sorts of time, pe- like of all sorts of years um, as furries would be a fun idea to connect other people from all different ages. So I thought it would be a fun idea and look where it got me. It got me pretty far, that collection, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you mentioned history. Like, are you interested in history in general or you think are mostly from the art uh, standpoint? Honestly, history in general. I've always been a pretty, I've always been pretty interested in all different different time periods and everything. But I also really like the art aspect and seeing how art has developed over decades, basically. And um, I usually like implementing sort of like little stylistic things into my art every once in a while from certain type periods to fit, to add a little bit to my art style, you know? Oh, yeah. But I, I really enjoy seeing the progression of art and usually just history in general, how us as a humanity has grown, honestly. Yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, because there's so much to learn by looking backwards. I was never, like when I was younger, I wasn't super into history, just like going through school and everything. It just wasn't my subject. I'm more analytical, like math and things. But once I once I got older and sort of started to like dive into those stories, I was like, oh, wow, there's so much more there than I ever realized. It just didn't speak to me at the right time. But yeah, there's so much to pull, so much to learn. So exactly. Yeah. So when you were starting out then, you had your Instagram following, you jumped on Twitter, you started to connect with people. How were you connecting with the first people? And how did you find your first uh, collector? Uh, well, I started out a bit like trying to catch people like through my Instagram, trying to get them to follow my Twitter and all. And then um, my dad had a lot of contacts through other group chats and everything where he would send my art and everything. Lots of people like Bad Baby, Stacy's. Uh, do a crypto all those people that he knew them before me and he showed them my art and they kind of went to support my art since then basically and that's somewhat how my community started to grow honestly and well people started sharing my art through that group chat and through their twitter and all so it helped my community grow a little bit at least and little by little it started growing more and more honestly yeah that's the same community you're still really uh deeply enmeshed with I feel like you're really connected with everyone in that group and I love that yeah um all those artists are huge inspirations to me honestly they they do so much work and I'm I'm astounded by it honestly and uh, lots of my work uh, lots of my motivation comes through their art because of how much passion they really put into their projects it inspires me at least yeah definitely so because you were very early uh, like because obviously this year is so compressed so much has happened in nfts just in 2021 and it's it's sort of mind-blowing but yeah you were right at the beginning when all when everyone was sort of 
just getting into it and figuring, like finding their footing and figuring out what they they were doing. What were some of the things that you learned maybe early on as you were starting to get collectors and connect with people? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, I learned lots of things, honestly. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's really like, I mean, I never really got into a more like sales side of like art. So it was very new to me, honestly. Um, I learned lots through like, especially promoting my work. I had to be on Twitter almost 24-7 trying to share my work and sharing other artists' works because that's what being an artist is, supporting other artists as well. So I had to be there like 24-7 trying to share my work and everything, all while juggling school at the same time and trying to do new artworks for my, for my collections, basically. So it was a bit wild the first couple of months starting to learn everything, how to manage the community and Twitter and everything at the same time, honestly. But I, I got the hang of it, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And, like right now, yeah. you have it dialed in. Like I really liked how you use Twitter and how um, you keep you keep people engaged, like which is very difficult to do just, just in general because people are interested in your art, you're sharing it, you're connecting them with um, with the wheel spins and with the different things. I love that you just, you're like, comment, I'm in if you want to be on the wheel. And just little things like that are brilliant. They're so smart to have someone invested into like this moment that you're creating. Exactly. I mean, sharing the work and all like what's most important to maintain a community, at least I believe, is just being active, sharing your work and everything and trying to connect with your community is what most is what's most important because that's what keeps the art alive, honestly. As long as you have that community that keeps supporting your work, I, uh, there's really no way that a co like a collection could really like fail. Honestly, mm -hmm. as long as you have those people who share your work and who support you, that's what keeps a collection alive, and that's what keeps it from like selling and just spreading. Honestly, it really is like the community, the one that makes the the art really so valuable <laughs> yeah for sure yeah because yeah you could be creating in an echo chamber of sorts without having the connection to the outside world and suddenly it's like it can be amazing art but if you don't have the people who recognize it and know it and say oh that's bellu actually it's bellu the way to pronounce your name correctly i want to be sure that i yes. say it. okay cool <laughs> that's how you pronounce it <laughs> okay cool yeah because i'm always i don't know i always want to be uh respectful and make sure i say things correctly so um but yeah, so people recognize you and recognize your art. And that that is just the the mechanism. That community is so important. And I think a lot of times artists um, miss that side because you sort of have the like the traditional like starving artist mentality. Like, oh, I'll make this. And well, I don't want to like sell it. Selling isn't like cool. And um, it's really hard to get over that. Did you ever experience any sort of uh, pushback like that personally? Thankfully, not really. I've never really been the one to have the mentality of like a starving artist or anything. I've seen lots of other people go through that, which is honestly just sad because like so many people probably like their work. And I mean, there's so much value to it, but a lot of people usually have the mentality that they can't sell their work or anything. And honestly, I believe any artist can sell their work as long as they maintain a community, as long as they have people who support it, you know? And luckily, I've had the community so, to support it for many years, honestly, and it got me to lots of places, honestly. <laughs> it, it's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it is amazing. Like you have, you, you've set yourself up 
or the long term, which is phenomenal. I mean, at such an early age to have this, have this in place, have the community, have like essentially a business. So you're like you're a business owner, for lack of a better term, and and you're an artist. The and your art is sort of is the business. So, yeah, really amazing. So, what then does a typical day look like for you today? Like now, where you are with the projects and everything? Well, usually I'm at school, but yeah. nowadays I just usually work a lot on my art. I try to come up with new ideas. I have some other projects probably in the works and <laughs> I have to come up with new ideas, especially since, well, my most recent collection is starting, is starting to come to an end. I mean, already almost 70 artworks in. So, I mean, I have to start really coming up with new ideas and I have a couple, but I really have to narrow it down and get a fully fleshed idea on what I want personally. And just, yeah, I mainly work on art most of the day because that's what I most like. That's what we're like, where my head is most of the time. It's usually centered around my art and, and my projects and all the people who support the thing I love, honestly. And <laughs> I usually just work on avatars and other artworks. It really, it really all depends on what kind of day I have, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because you were doing this before you were making any money doing it as well. Absolutely. I mean, I've been doing art ever since I can remember. Honestly, I have artworks I from uh, from when I was four. I mean, really, there was so much. Like, I even have I even have this notebook <laughs> with all my drawings that I made during class. Oh, nice! <laughs> I really was only concentrated and like in my art. I, that was what I was. That, that was kept me motivated. Honestly. My art is what keeps me motivated all throughout the year. And like, I mean, even in school and in other places where I should be focusing on schoolwork and everything, I'm still thinking about art. So <laughs> I've been doing this ever since I can't remember. So I'm grateful for it, honestly. <laughs> all right, that's my cue. I am jumping in right here. And the secret code to claim your POAP is thinking about art. That's all one word, all lowercase, thinking about art art back to the show it's bridging that gap like actually giving the uh the tools now for the artist to take control and be like oh i can have this i can establish this business because it's nfts it's like you everything goes through you because you're the you're the artist and the the marketplace of sorts which is huge exactly i mean it's honestly like such a positive to me because i mean like you're supporting the artist in a way even through like promoting it and everything, because I'm the person who promotes it. I, I'm the person who draws the art and promotes the artwork. So <laughs> it, it, it really is such a wonderful experience, honestly, to be in the community. Yeah. So I'm just for my curiosity, about how long does it take you to work through like a single piece? Because I saw a video of you at an Apple store sketching out on one of their iPads, and it just blew my mind just how, um, I don't want to say efficient, but just how skilled you are at, at creating your art. Well, usually an avatar can take around like 30 minutes to an hour, but mainly because it's a more simpler artwork in terms of my usual art. But sometimes artwork, my, some of my art can take weeks to mm -hmm. make like completely. And it's like obviously taking the right amount of breaks, but <laughs> it's it, like, it really depends on what type of artwork, honestly, but I'm, I usually work pretty fast, especially with like my sketching and all like that's usually the part I have most fun with. 
um, just getting the artwork, like getting the idea on paper is like what most satisfies me at least. <laughs> and just, yeah, I, I usually like, it really depends on how detailed the artwork truly is. So, I mean, it can take up to 30 minutes to weeks. It really depends. <laughs> yeah. And when you're starting on a piece, do you really have like the idea of where you're going with it? Or do you have any sort of, um, uh, practice that you follow to figure out like what you want to create i mean it really again it also depends <laughs> yeah. sometimes i really like i have the idea fully in my head and i do and i can fully put it on paper and sometimes i just have no clue and i'm just like in an art blog and i'm like what should i draw and i just draw something that just it goes along the way like well let's see how this continues basically <laughs> um but yeah usually like i usually like to have my ideas planned out but um Sometimes I just don't have them. Honestly, it really depends on how my mood is and what other things I have to do. That's a lot of like a lot of things that influence my art, honestly. Uh, yeah. And then inspiration. Does inspiration come? Uh, where does it come from typically? Oh, it comes from lots of things, honestly. <laughs> I mean, other artists that I see, I mean, um, in the NFT community, I have lots of inspirations. I mean, Shackers with his with his amazing art and story. I think the story is what most of, like most surprises me, honestly, and just how detailed it truly is. And Fat Baby with their art style is upstanding, honestly. And just so many other artists that truly inspire me. And also, of course, on the Instagram side, I have lots of artists as well who are truly big inspirations. And then there, well, lots of the things I'm into, like movies and TV shows, and just truly so many things inspire me in many ways to continue creating honestly <laughs> yeah yeah and it's good to be able to pull from so many different areas because like that keeps like your work fresh for you and i'm sure it inspires you maybe even for the style or, or little little pieces of of your artwork that might be a little different that you might not have thought about that way before yeah absolutely i mean i think my art style kind of like came from a bit from like pixar and disney art styles since i grew up on that a lot <laughs> And I've had, I maintained that art style for years somehow. I've maintained it since I was pretty young and it hasn't really changed that much. But I, every once in a while, I add new things to my art style that make it, you know, different, you know, <laughs> make it unique. And um, then later in terms of like backgrounds and all, it really depends like on what type of style I'm doing. It usually inspires from lots of different things. It like, it, it really depends on the style of artwork I'm trying to go with. <laughs> yeah. And so you have ideas for what's next, but um, anything, uh, any maybe uh, broad strokes of what you're planning? Because the project is about 30 pieces from the end, the, the current B-Stars. Yeah, and there's like 30 pieces to go, yeah. which will honestly be completed quickly. They're <laughs> like, I mean, there's not much left. I really do want to do a story-based like collection, somewhat like Shackers, I really think that's like such a unique idea that I really would love to dive into but it really depends because I have all these characters and stories made up already but I just don't think it's enough to really create it into a collection so I have to figure out a way on well how to connect all these stories and making them all just you know unified basically and trying to make it a big enough collection for people to hype it up and everything so I would love to do something along those lines, but it really takes a lot of effort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, I would need a discord, obviously. I think that's what's most important. Like, I think if I want to make something story based, a discord 
like server would be most important because that's where people will be able to connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people like they they've hit sort of burnout in things in the space because there is so much and the constant movement. Have you experienced anything along those lines? Yeah, a little bit. Every once in a while, I do hit a sort of burnout, especially by the end of the year, this year, by like November, where I was finally finishing with school. I usually hit that like like that roadblock of burnout where I really can't draw for a couple of weeks and I have to just rest for a while. And yeah. this year was no exception, honestly. But uh, if I but honestly, I continued like I managed to even like pull through even more art after I finished school because I was just so glad to finally like be out of schoolwork and everything that I was able to create even more and even quicker, honestly, it, it felt different this year, but I still like, I've had those moments of burnout where I really had no inspiration on, or like motiv no motivation, I better say it like that, the, to create something. It really, sometimes things can tire you out, honestly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if you love something when you um, sort of have to do it, it's not that you have to because it's not like you need to make so much money a year or anything like you're you're the money that's coming in and the crypto that's coming in like that's just that's going to fund like your future and the art and continuing creating. Um, but even when we love something, we can definitely have a bit too much of it. So it's always it's really tough to balance all that. Exactly. I mean, I've had multiple times where I just have no motivation or inspiration where I hit that art block and I just ask myself, what should I draw? And I just have no clue at the moment. <laughs> uh, during mid, like during the middle, mid of year, I mean, June, July, I took a bit of a break during my, like that between ending my Bellas Personas collection and starting the, my, Bell, like my B-Stars collection. Mm -hmm. So it was like a little break there where I could at least chill out a little bit and kind of come up with new ideas for the next collection, which would later on become B-Stars. And later i well now i have to continue working on that collection i have to start coming up with new ideas i don't know if i'll take a break this time but maybe i'm not really sure maybe like a little couple of weeks but i'll still be active on my twitter and everything so really depends honestly <laughs> um but yeah sometimes artists lots of artists really go through that situation of burnout and art block especially through pumping out so much art honestly yeah yeah how many pieces have you done so far just in this year do you know nft oh, God. pieces I, I nft pieces well i really don't know i kind of lost count i yeah. know i've done over like i think i probably done over 100 at this point honestly uh -huh. um but I, I i truly lost count especially with other artworks i've done that weren't necessarily nft pieces like it really it just got lost basically enough like just a flood of numbers basically yeah yeah, there's so much out there. And yeah, it's, I just, I wanted to ask one thing, since you have collectors now, you have people who've invested in your art and like they're, they're holding it because they love it and they love everything about you and what you're doing. Do you feel like an obligation at all to them to, to do anything in particular? I mean, maybe a little bit with my super v stars because those are like the tokens basically that artists will get that will ask for me to upgrade their artworks which could be a bit a bit pressure enduring but i mean honestly i still do them with joy honestly like i'm happy to do them because it makes people happy that's what i mostly like about my art it makes people happy it motivates people and it inspires them and that's what makes me the most grateful about the community I got, you know, it, it, it's so 
wonderful to have people do that really look up so much to your work and support it honestly it's it's the best feeling yeah yeah it takes a lot of work to establish that but once you have it like people are people are in people are in with you and like they want to follow along on your journey and see where you're going and be a part of it what are some of the uh the struggles that you have faced because obviously it's not all just um it's not all just an upward trend everything doesn't go perfectly what are some of the struggles you personally have faced well, obviously, with the schoolwork side, trying to juggle both of those at the same time was really pressure enduring. Like, just it was like holding a weight on my back. And since I've left school for the for my summer vacations, it just felt like a huge pressure was just let off my back, honestly. And it, I, I feel way more freely like to do NFTs and to continue working on my art. I feel so much more willing to do it without feeling so exhausted at the end of the day and having to and just thinking oh i have to do this artwork now for my fan for like my community you know and it like it just feels so much more relieving to finally be out of that but um but yeah the schoolwork side was probably like the hardest bit honestly just keeping up with everything like at the same time honestly and of course just promoting my work especially at school and all was definitely complicated but uh, I managed. I was. I managed to in, to maintain the community. I managed to keep keep it strong. Honestly, it's like I really am grateful for how much the community really supports me. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of school, how um, do like your friends at school know that you're doing this? And like, how do they uh, think about it? I kept it a secret for a while, honestly, because I knew people were going to start asking me about it. Um, but honestly, not a lot of people really know in person, like especially here, mm -hmm. what NFTs truly are. But I told them about it and a lot of them actually got really into that idea. A lot of my friends actually want to start their own NFT collections with their art and everything because nice. they think it gains them a future and, and it gains them art, honestly, I, like art and community. It's like it's really nice to see that I managed to inspire people to all join this awesome community honestly and it's 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 good but a lot of people don't really know a lot about it so they're kind of like a bit like they don't really mind that much because they don't really know what it is so yeah. i mean it's obvious it was gonna be like that <laughs> isn't it funny because on twitter it feels like just everyone knows everyone knows what nfts are everyone has at least some but yeah the the real world is is still not there <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> no not a lot of people really know what nfts truly are and, and like but then later in social media it's everywhere practically <laughs> uh-huh yeah so one of the things that you really have like hit on and done um i feel like you've been done a really good job on is collabs and i really like how like you have your outreach and you're bringing people in and you're you're like weaving your community with others and like i saw the the latest one, which is pretty exciting with Shackers. And yeah. um, how do you sort of approach doing collabs, like collaborations and uh, teaming up with people? Well, I usually just DM them and just ask them if they want to collaborate with me because I think their art is cool and it could like, I, it's just fun, honestly, to me. I've always really liked collaborations, even before NFTs and all. I've always really liked working with other people with their art because it just combines two different styles, like two completely different like pages basically and and you combine them and it brings you something new i feel like that's so cool honestly especially through digital art that makes it so much easier honestly and 
being able to work with so many talented artists was just absolutely outstanding. And now with Shackers, now I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put in an auction at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, Eastern time. <laughs> and um, it, it's wild because he's such a big inspiration to me. Honestly, that just it, it, it felt great to like collab with him. Honestly. And he did such a good job with his with his side of the collab. It looks awesome, honestly. Yeah, it's very cool. And and I love that. I, I love the idea of doing that. Love what you're doing because it's it's still a B star, and it's still like in the style of it's your style, your framework, their style, and bridging that gap is like really smart. I really like it. And you mentioned um, all the other artists. It just reminded me you were at like featured at Art Basel in yeah yeah that is wild yeah honestly i i really gotta thank the the kids like the kids nft community seriously like they were the ones who truly got my art into like mute like into like expositions and all it's really crazy how it got my art out there honestly like so many young artists like me honestly supported me like Nyla, Emilio and so many others that I really cannot even think at the moment because of how many there are out there. They they helped me so much to get my art out there, especially Kids Magazine. They got my artwork on their magazine. Nice. And like it's just so it's so crazy how much these people really helped me get my art to all over the world practically. It's like it's overwhelming, but in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That had to be just the moment you heard about some, like about Art Basel and some of the other um, experiences that had to be just uh, very rewarding, I imagine. It was mind blowing, honestly, <laughs> like just seeing my art shown on like with other artists, with so many talented artists out there and people seeing it in person and like noticing that that's my work. It's like the, it's so I can't even, I don't even have the words to explain how like how amazing that feeling is, honestly. Yeah. And do you guys, um, like all the younger artists, do you uh, stay in contact? Are you pretty close or um, is it just a part of the larger community? Uh, we all stay pretty close, honestly, I believe. Um, so many of the younger artists also support my work and I try to support their work as most as possible too. Like so many young artists really, I, I noticed that the young community just, really maintains a connection with their with their work and they share it and they support it and that like it really gets it like, it really gets it out there honestly uh-huh yeah and what's funny too like to me you don't uh read like your twitter account doesn't read that you're younger like you you fit in with everyone like you do such a great job at everything and i think if someone doesn't read their bi- your bio they'll have no idea how young you actually are I mean, yeah, honestly, like I, I usually was like, that's my online persona. Honestly, I usually just try to maintain my art for all audiences, honestly. And my work is intended for all audiences, honestly, like just anyone can simply enjoy it, honestly. Uh Yeah, for sure. So I know this is like a hard question, but um, where do you sort of see things in the next couple of years or few years? Like, do you have any sort of like dreams or visions of where you want to be? I have multiple, honestly. Um, <laughs> there, there's a part of me that just really wants to become an animator, even though I don't oh, nice. really know much about animation myself. I really want to study that. I really want to get into that, or a concept artist, even any anything sort of involved with art. Just honestly, is a dream of mine. 
And since I'm living in Argentina, it's a bit complicated. And while I want to hopefully move out to the US again and go to an art college over there and study truly what I love most, honestly. And well, obviously, the sort of like, unbelievable dream I have is just working at Pixar or some company like that. Honestly, Pixar has always been like, my biggest inspiration when it comes to my work. So I guess it's just kind of like, like that dream I've had ever since I was pretty young, honestly, I, I still remember saying that when I was like, nine. So it's like, it always kept that dream, honestly. And isn't it just unbelievable? So on this show, I like to talk that talk about opportunity coming from taking action. And I mean, you're young, you have all of the room ahead of you to become that animator. And you already have someone like Shackers, who is directly from that world, right in your corner. Like, it's just amazing. It is outstanding, honestly. Like, I didn't know for a, for a moment that he wasn't animator at DreamWorks, and uh -huh. that just blew my mind, honestly. <laughs> like, that just made me, like, go nuts practically because I was just like, I have way closer connections to animators in these big companies than I actually expected, honestly. And, like, the fact that I got into this community just expecting to just share my work and everything, and now I have this whole possibility like opportunities for my future because of connections i have it's 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 insane honestly yeah <laughs> like yeah it's, yeah, it's such the a, best feeling for sure it's such a valuable um thing for people to take note of i think because like if you didn't start on instagram and then start sharing your work and building a community get on twitter start this like it's scary it's scary to start something big like this because you're sharing a major part of yourself like you're, you're sort of, you're pouring your art out there for everyone to be as critical as they care to be, you know? And that's, that's a big leap to, for people to take a lot of times. Yeah, honestly, I've never really been the type to like, really stop myself from doing something. Of course, the NFT situation was a whole different area for me, honestly. And it was a bit frightening at first, but I got into it and I, it, I it warmed up so easily, honestly, like, for me personally, it just felt so like, so at home with the art and the community style and everything. But I usually like a lot of people usually hate on furries for no reason, honestly. <laughs> and, um, and honestly, like, I see a lot of artists who draw furries and all usually stop themselves from posting on social media, because they're scared of the hate that they might get. But I honestly just did not care. I've gotten hate comments and all and I just simply ignore them because how they don't really bring anything to my art like what is most valuable is all the people supporting it i have thousands of followers supporting and those two followers are just saying that it sucks you know like yeah. like it's just it does i don't really mind much about like people maybe just having disagreements with me honestly i, I just simply want to share my art to the people who love it you know yeah which is amazing because that is so difficult like it is awesome that you have that just innately because like so many people, like you said, thousands of people love what you're doing, but it's that one or two that a lot of times we just like sit with that. It just, it nags at us and bothers us. It's so great that you've, that you're at the spot where you're like, you know, that doesn't matter because it truly doesn't. Yeah. I just grew up in the environment where they don't like my parents and my friends and all they always told me to just ignore the people who just simply hate on you for no reason because they don't bring anything valuable basically they don't bring anything that really matters because they just simply say 
I don't like this and they don't really give an explanation why so like simply like there's it's way more valuable to have those people who truly support you and comment on your work saying that it's great and that you're really improving and that those value way more honestly they they're just so much more valuable to your art experience you know yeah and that everyone can win also like for you to succeed doesn't mean other people have to lose and i think that's such a such an important part of all of this is a lot of times we have that sort of win-lose mentality but the support that people can give to you and to other artists can be distributed across and it goes a very long way to to help you get to where you're going exactly as long as you do the work and you put the passion into it there's going to be people who will share your work and will support it and like show it to other people like I've had people see my work that I didn't even know of basically. And like, they just say like, Hey, I know about your work and everything It's like, I don't even know you, but you know, my work, like that's <laughs> wild, honestly, as long as you put the passion into it, there's always going to be someone there to spread around the word, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Like, thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing all your insight because you are definitely wise beyond your years. I mean, you have the experience and the knowledge and just the insight into the space that I think is hugely valuable. So where should we send people to uh, check everything out that you're up to? Well, in terms of my NFTs, you can always check on my Twitter at Bellu underscore draws with a Z on the end. <laughs> Usually a lot of people mess that up. And while well, then they on my Instagram, same username. Um, you can see all my work there, honestly. On my Instagram, I don't post a lot about my NFTs. I usually per post more personal art, but honestly, it's all up to you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, thank you so much. I want to thank Bellu for joining me on this episode. Be sure to check everything out on Twitter, where she is Bellu underscore draws. That's B-E-L-U underscore D-R-A-W-Z. Definitely check out what she's up to and her projects. And I am so impressed by everything she's done and accomplished already at such a young age. I, I can't even imagine what the future has in store for Bellu. Again, that's Bellu draws. As always, this episode of Starting Now is brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head on over to built.co. That's B-Y-L-T C-O to get started. Built, your website, built for you, simply. Finally, if you're enjoying the show, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. I mean, that's my preferred spot where you, if you give me a little thumbs up and a comment below. That really means a lot. But also, it, the show's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. But really, my favorite version is the YouTube version, and I pour a lot of... A lot of effort into making something a little special there with the over-the-shoulder like three cameras set up so i really hope you enjoy it well that'll do it for this week again i'm jeff saris this has been starting now and i'll see you next time <laughs>